Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. not being honest because God already knows what's going on. It's, you know, you're not fooling him. He knows every nuance of your heart and your life. So what are you going to do with that? At least admit your rebellion. Admit it to yourself. Admit it to him. I'm living in rebellion. And face the fact that you're going to suffer the consequences of Rebellion. There's no grace for rebellion. God doesn't give grace to the rebellious. When it comes to sexual sin, there is typically a lot of shame and guilt around it. And with that shame and guilt, we tend to hide our sin and our negative feelings towards it. But never forget that God will always welcome you back into his arms when you confess and repent of your sins. All your shame and guilt, gone. Now, let's join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth for Community Night on Main Thing Radio as they continue their message, Sexual Ethics. Now, one more guardrail around our biblical sexual ethic. Adult, human, male and female, inside the marriage covenant, including your eyes, and your minds, and then three, equally yoked. Man, boy, this is, a, this is another big one. Listen to this. When animals are properly yoked, they are of equal strength, height, and type. In this case, and in any case of an unequal yoking, the two beasts of burden cause one another injury. The reason for this is that they move at a different pace and cadence. They have a different sway in their walk, and the yoke that joins them begins to rub both of them raw. Even if they were cognizant of the differences and could adjust, the natural force of nature would always draw them back into their injurious rhythm and the rubbing raw of their partner. Now, this is one of those areas where people always look for the loopholes. And I can't tell you, I mean, the first time I had to deal with this face-to-face was with this beautiful young model. This more than 20 years ago now. And... And this wonderfully sweet-spirited Buddhist boyfriend. And I, I liked both of them. If I had disliked the guy, honestly, I would have found it easier to, you know, just really be blunt and say, what are you doing? But I, I really liked this guy. And I had a tough time. I remember I actually sat down with them in the nursery. We, we were down on Lincoln Road. And I didn't have any place private to meet with them. And I, I pulled them into the nursery. And I said, listen, I know you're in love. I know it's real. I know you, you've bonded. But this will eventually destroy you. Both of you. 
This is not a religious rule. This is not, oh, she's a Christian. He's, he's not a Christian. This is, so you're breaking the rules and, and you can't do that. You're gonna go to hell if you do that. No, 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 that's not what this is about. It has nothing to do with whether or not you go to hell or heaven. This has to do with, with living your life in the here and now. Oh, he's so spiritual. He, he just, he's not really that into the Bible. He's not really into church. He's not really, but he's, just, he's a really spiritual person. Or, or the other one, you know, I've, I've heard this one too. He's actually more Christ-like than most of the Christian men I know. And I remember this guy. He was a great guy. He was, he was a man of integrity. He was sweet-spirited. He would have been an awesome catch had he been a believer. He couldn't, he couldn't see the problem. Thankfully, thankfully, she recognized it when I brought it to her attention. I, I said, you know, you may rock along okay for four, five, six years, 20 years even. At some point, though, it's going to destroy you both because it's, it's going to start rubbing. It's going to, you know, if I could show you videos of all the heartbreaks that come back to us after the wedding, many times it happens because whichever it was stops pretending. And all of a sudden it's like, it happened. Listen, my own sister, now she's still married, technically. They've been separated now for, I don't know, seven or eight years. He pretended to be a believer in the beginning. But there was just really never any fruit to demonstrate it. And after a while, the fruit that began to manifest was clearly not Christian. They raised five kids. And, you know, sometimes it's really hard to resist saying, I told you so. So we're telling you now. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? Now, that is such a profound question. I had a guy, one of our instructors, he, he worded it like this. You take any five-year-old and you say you got a man and he's walking south and a woman who's walking north, can they go together? No. But that's exactly what we have here. You, you have one, according to the Bible, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God, these are the children of God, but someone who doesn't have the spirit of God to lead, well, they can only be led by their humanity. They can only be led by their, their, their intellect, their appetites, whatever. There can be no fellowshipping. You can't go together. That's what that word means, going together. What fellowship has righteousness, it's been imparted to you by Christ, but the other one, it's lawlessness. What, what communion has light with darkness? What part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. 
I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. And do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. You see, these precepts are given in perfect love for the purpose of protecting your body, your soul, your, your spirit. And they will keep you in close relationships with the only truly reliable source of love. Now, some of you have played by the rules. You have kept yourself pure and, and still. There's, there's no man or woman in sight or the, the person you have, the, the, the man or woman that, that you know, that you have a relationship is not what you hoped he'd be. And if you're honest, you, you're disappointed with God. Many others of you feel like it's too late. It's just too late for you. You've blown it a million times. And even though you don't currently live in sin, even though you've repented, you still feel dirty and disqualified. And if you're brutally honest about it, you just don't believe you can ever be pure again. You can be. And still others, if you're honest, realize that that you're, you're just really not willing to stop playing. You're just not ready to stop playing. You're not convinced it's worth it to follow God's guidelines and you're looking for loopholes. There's no point not being honest because God already knows what's going on. It's, you know, you're not fooling him. He knows every nuance of your heart and your life. So what are you going to do with that? At least admit your rebellion. Admit it to yourself. Admit it to him. I'm living in rebellion. And face the fact that you're going to suffer the consequences of Rebellion, there's no grace for rebellion. God doesn't give grace to the rebellious. You're not gonna find that in the Bible. He gives grace to the humble. The minute you humble yourself and confess your rebellion and acknowledge it as sin, now he can begin to go to work. You know, there, there is a cure for, for all that we've talked about. For all of us, there's, there's one clear answer. Hebrews chapter four, verse 15 says, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's all we have time for today on Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. We're so glad you joined us, and we hope you'll be back next Friday at this same time. Each time you tune in, you'll hear from God's Word, learn what His heart is for you and your brothers and sisters in Christ, and how you can put His love into practice in your community. You'll hear from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth and other exciting guest speakers as we navigate the reality of the church in this modern world. If you'd like to listen to additional Community Night teachings, visit MainThingRadio.com today. You'll find our archive of these messages, as well as the Monday through Thursday verse-by-verse teachings from Pastor Robert. You'll also be able to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
Do you live in Miami Beach? If so, we'd love to see you this Sunday at Calvary, Miami Beach. Join us at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study with Pastor Robert. We're also live streaming all of our services on our church website and Facebook Live. Find out more at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to the church website. That's all for today. Thanks for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. 